Hello, everyone. Welcome and welcome back to my channel. I'm in. I hope you enjoy my sexy voice as I am having a cold. Well, let's start our story today. CCTV, short for China Central Television, is undoubtedly a dream destination for many aspiring young talents in the broadcasting field in China. But you know, we, the diverse mix of Chinese society, there is this big issue of educational discrimination. And today, I'm going to show you the story of a determined young woman who defined educational constraints, embarking on a journey from an ordinary school, overcoming challenges, and ultimately earning the opportunity to join the CCTV as a postgraduate student. Yet, just as she stood on the brink of realizing her ambitions in both life and career, her journey was halted by jealousy and suspicion. What happened? Let's dive right into it. Ma Pian was born in 1989 in Shangqiu City, Henan Province, which has a long, long history and super high population that over seven million. The overall composition is insane around this area. My parents' father is a surgeon, and her mom is a nurse. Because of China's one-child policy, they could have only one child, right? And they were stoked when their daughter Ma Pianran was born. So they gave her a name that means she's gonna glide through life like a graceful dancer. As the only child, Ma Pianran grew up in a pretty sheltered environment, which helped. Shape her cheerful and optimistic personality. She got the best of her parents' looks, you know, with her dad's big eyes and double eyelids and her mom's cute chin and lips. She was a total brainiac at school and also had serious skills in both dancing and singing, making quite an impression on the artistic scene. In high school, she totally on the stage with her amazing presence. She was always hosting and performing at events, which sparked her interest in a career in broadcasting. As she got ready to finish high school, she talked to her parents about picking a college major. She told them she wanted to major in broadcasting, but you know how obsessed we Asians are with careers like、um, doctors, lawyers, and stuff, right? And unlike most of other Chinese parents. My parents' father actually super respected his daughter's choice. You know, her dad thought she should be in charge of her own life, and as parents, they should give her some advice rather than forcing her into doing anything. So she received support from both of her parents in pursuing her major. In 2008, she started studying broadcasting and hosting at Shangqiu Normal University. In college. She really got into studies and totally impressed her professors with her killer grades. Her roommates would describe her as a social butterfly, always ready to lend a hand to anyone who needed it. With her great grades and fantastic personalities, she wowed the crowd at campus events and landed gigs in local commercials to showcase her talent. With this wealth of stage experience, as graduation approached, 
Her broadcasting skills were already polished, and she had a knack for taking control of the scene. In early 2012, she embarked on her college internship and was invited to join this Henan provincial TV station as a presenter. Despite being a newcomer, her professionalism and on-the-spot performance gained recognition from supervisors and senior colleagues. In May 2012, she totally killed it and snagged third place in this Shanghai College Student TV Host competition. I think, you know, this is big in the related fields and stuff, right? With this achievement, she wrapped her college journey on a high note. So in June 2012, she graduated from college and finished up her internship at this Henan Provincial TV. She officially joined the team as a full-time employee. You think she stopped there? Nope. She did such a great job during her internship that she was put in charge of the flagship show, um, this Happy Journey in Central China. You know, being the main host in a program on TV as a newly graduated student, that's insanely good. And even though she was already really good at what she did, Ma Pianren, who's known for being super disciplined and always wanting to be the best, kept working on her skills. In September 2012, three months later, she managed to get into Guangxi Arts Institute for a master's degree in broadcasting and hosting. While attending a lecture. She met Professor Wu, who was well known in the field and has mentored some successful students like Dong Qing, the nationwide well-known hostess from the China Central TV. Ma Pianren's outstanding professional abilities and diligent attitude are highly appreciated by Professor Wu. As a result, she was taken under Professor Wu's mentorship. Where she dedicated guided her in honoring her professional skills, with her amazing abilities and the guidance of a big shot like Professor Wu, it was pretty clear that success was in the cards. With Professor Wu's help and recommendation, she managed to pass the assessment for CCTV, you know, the television, at just twenty-three years old and became an intern hosting the program. One bang, one term. That's how I translated it. But you can see it—the original Chinese name for the program. It is a big studio TV show about art investment. The main format of the program revolves around simulating real art buying and selling, and the show is still airing. Ma Pianren felt lucky to be working with the、um, dedicated and detail-oriented senior colleagues at CCTV. Who always aimed for perfection in their broadcasts, so she was super inspired. She mimicked their work habits, doing thorough research before going on air and making sure to master the content to be presented. She never let any uncertainties linger overnight. If she didn't understand something, she would either research it herself or consult with experienced and available senior colleagues. You know, working super duper hard. Where you invest your time, that's where success grows, right? And over two years of hard work, she finally found her footing in her job at CCTV. That is incredible. Well, remember we have this educational discrimination going on in China. 
Ma Pianran wasn't necessarily graduated from one of those top-notch units in China, so it's extra hard for her to get a job opportunities from this China Central Television. No doubt, a brighter future was on the horizon, but you know how life throws those unexpected curveballs. Her nearly perfect life took a nosedive due to a heartbreak in love, steering her towards a completely different path. On the sixteenth of February, twenty fifteen, two days before the Spring Festival, Ma Pianran lost her life to her ex-ish boyfriend, Zhang Yonglei. He, for some reason, hated her so much that he almost decapitated her with a knife. And he fled after the crime he had done to this beautiful and innocent girl. What was going on? Taking it back in time, Ma Pianran started with a surgeon and her mom, a nurse. Right? She was the apple of their eyes since forever. But she wasn't one to let the spoils get to her head. Instead, she carried all the qualities you'd expect from an outstanding girl: beautiful, lovely, kind-hearted, and cheerful. So that's this guy, Zhang Yonglei. He's like six foot one, and really into basketball. He's got a solid build, thick eyebrows, and a high nose. He's a cool dude, down to earth, and warm. And he's not the most talkative guy since he grew up in a single-parent household. His mom's always getting married and divorced, which messed with his emotional security and made him kinda introverted, tough, right? Yet he was genuine, always greeting acquaintances with a friendly nod and maintaining polite manners. For some reason, the academic ace. Ma Pianran, during her critical high school third year, fell for Zhang Yonglei. The feeling was mutual, and they found themselves head over heels. But Ma Pianran had her priorities straight. Even though in love, she never let it interfere with her studies. So in 2008, she aced her way into the broadcasting and hosting major. Had later pursued a postgraduate degree. During her postgraduate studies, she won so many prizes that I have introduced in the first chapter. Well, in the second chapter, right? Anyway, on top of that, she had hosted and involved with many actual TV programs already, right? With her natural talent and shining abilities, she soared in the world of broadcasting, earning love from the audience for her hosting style. Now contrast that with her high school sweetheart Zhang Yonglei's approach. He's a love-struck dude. Ever since falling for Ma Pianran, he couldn't concentrate on anything without seeing her sweet face in his mind. That's what he said. Consequently, his studies took a hit, and he ended up attending a vocational school in Zhengzhou City. After graduating, he got a job at the Urban Management Bureau in Shangqiu City, their hometown. That's when the gap in their academic and career paths started growing, and the physical distance between them widened. Na Pianran was in the south, and he was staying in their hometown. 
Even though lovebirds tend to be oblivious to these things, their relationship journey was about to get thorny. Even with her own success, Ma Pian didn't let it change her feelings for Zhang Yongli. Despite the long distance making it inconvenient to meet often, she and Zhang Yongli frequently chatted on social media. On the platform, she jokingly referred to herself as the Lord and Zhang Yongli as the loyal minister. You know, they were having a bit of roleplay there. Both sets of parents were pleased with their relationship, and everyone got along well. Ma Pian's dad affectionately called Zhang Yongli as this big fluffy, while Zhang Yongli's mom and Ma Pian referred to each other as big treasure and big beauty. You know, nicknames flying around. Just three or four days before the incident, it was Zhang Yongli's mother's birthday. Unable to make it back to hometown in time, Ma Pian specially ordered a large bouquet of carnations online and sent her blessings over the phone. Well, you know that's how close they were to each other. In Zhang Yongli's mother's eyes, Ma Pian was beautiful, poised, and talented, making her the perfect choice for a daughter-in-law. So she bought a house for the couple in Shangqiu City, well, their hometown. Now, if they were the envy of everyone around, how did the tragic strike? Turns out, while there was a gap between them, you know, academically, career-wise, and physical distance, my parents' feelings for Zhang Yongli hadn't changed a bit, right? But Zhang Yongli had grown increasingly suspicious, and his mindset had already shifted. The long distance had made him overly paranoid. And the gender role reversal in their careers added significant psychological pressure on him. For Zhang Yongli, love was his entire life. While Ma Pian clearly wanted both love and her career, unable to be by her side frequently, Zhang Yongli couldn't help but harbor resentment. The conflicts between them began when Ma Pian decided to pursue a postgraduate degree. Zhang Yongli felt that she didn't need to because she was so outstanding, and she had already had so many job offers and hands in their local city. You know, it's unnecessary. But Ma Pian, being an ambitious young woman, couldn't follow Zhang Yongli's plan, which I bet was just that she stayed in their hometown and got a job or whatever locally and formed a family with him. And that's it. Her life would be just family. No judgment to any housewife, though, if they truly wanted it. But that's not for my parent. She obviously wanted to explore and develop in her career. She ended up acing her postgraduate entrance exams and swiftly rose as a rising star in the world of broadcasting. Strangely, instead of being happy for her, Zhang Yongli became melancholic. And anxious, feeling that Ma Pian might break up with him one day. Later, during Ma Pian's postgraduate studies, the narrow-minded Zhang Yongli began excessively caring. He would call her incessantly, and if she couldn't answer due to something urgent, he would call her classmates or roommates to check on her whereabouts. You know, the crazy boyfriend type that freaks everyone. And just when things were already complicated, 
Another person entered the scene, fueling Zhang Yongli's suspicions even more. This person was a classmate of Ma Pianran during her postgraduate studies. He had once passionately pursued Ma Pianran, but she politely declined, mentioning that she was in a relationship. That's normal, right? Ma Pianran believed in open communication in the relationship and to show trust in her boyfriend. She honestly shared this incident with Zhang Yongli. But not everyone deserved the truth here. Little did she know that this revelation would plant the seeds of trouble and amplify his suspicions. At this point, Zhang Yongli was terrified of losing her. He wanted to hold on to the relationship tight, not wanting to let go for even a moment. However, what he didn't realize was that love is like sand in your hand. The tighter you try to grip it, the faster it slips away. Ma Pianran being outstanding and having admirers, which should be a normal thing, right? But Zhang Yongli gradually being obsessed and paranoid. He couldn't see it that way. Ever since she told him about it, the other admirer, he would persist on checking her phone every time he met with Ma Pianran. You know, he was that set on digging out evidence of her. Trading, Ma Pianran didn't expect Zhang Yongli to be so narrow-minded and worldly. Being with him felt exhausting and almost unbearable. Finally, unable to endure it any longer, Ma Pianran decided to break up with him. And to him, this breakup thing just to confirm his suspicion that she was trading, and his heart filled with resentment. As the saying goes, misfortunes never come alone. A subsequent event pushed their relationship to the brink. During the winter break, when Zhang Yongli returns home, he found out that his mother was planning to marry a new boyfriend, and asked him to move out from her place. You know. Big boys should have paid for their own rent. Obviously, the mother didn't know that her child was just broke up, or maybe she did, but didn't think that was anything too significant. However, Zhang Yongli just couldn't accept the fact that his mother was choosing her date over him. He saw it as adding insult to his breakup injury. And at the time when Ma Pianran heard that. You know her ex-boyfriend was having these mother thing going on. She actually complained to her best friend, saying that his mom was a bit too harsh to him. It's the point of New Year, and she's making him live alone in the dorm. How lovely! Her besties jokingly said, "You are breaking up with him. Why do you even care?" However, the kind-hearted Ma Pianran. Expressed that even though she planned to break up with him, she still hoped the best for him, and she wanted him to be happy. While、well, she apparently was underestimated Zhang Yongli's desperation. In the evening of the fifteenth of February, twenty fifteen, at about ten p.m., Ma Pianran was still at her bestest place, though she was about to head home. 
And when she opened the door, she was so surprised to find out that Zhang Yongli was waiting outside. He stood there with a bad look and a strong smell of alcohol. He said he wanted to bring her home, but he was politely refused. Well, no one wants to go into a drunkard's car. Subsequently, Fa Pianran drove away on her own, with Zhang Yongli following her in his car. You know, both driving. When they reached Ma Pianran's home, both got out of their cars. Zhang Yongli approached Ma Pianran and questioned her, saying something like, "Why do you want to break up with me? Are you getting involved with the other guy?" Ma Pianran replied, "How did you even become like this? Even without him, I can continue to be with you. You know." And then Zhang Yongli called. Ma Pianran's father, hoping that the father could intervene and salvage their dying relationship somehow, but when Ma Pianran's father opened the door, approached to them, because they both of them were next to Ma Pianran's house, right? Ma Pianran stopped him, saying that she could handle her own affairs. You know, father, back up. Big girl wanted to deal with it by herself, just like any other adults. When she was with him alone, as it was late that night, Ma Pianran was literally feeling really tired. She told him to just go home and should think of their relationship after she completed her internship with the China Central Television in the next couple of months. Right? Both should calm down and think of the situation and deal with it later. That's what she wanted. And she returned home after she thought she had talked it all out clearly with her then ex-ish boyfriend. Well, we all have these limbo moments, right? Whether to break up or get back together in this relationship, it takes time to figure it out. It's only natural that way. But Zhang Yonglei misunderstood her, I bet, as he was full on emotional and jealousy. He took this call off suggestion as she was breaking up for sure, and she didn't want him anymore. At that moment of extreme desperation, Zhang Yongli returned home secretly, called out three times to his sleeping mother, then grabbed a knife and left the house. He drove once again to Ma Pianran's home, called her, and said he wanted to put an end to their relationship. Fearing that he might linger and disturb her family's rest, Ma Pianran decided to silently leave the home alone. However, what she didn't expect was that the frantic Zhang Yongli would kill her, slashing her seven times with fatal blows without even leaving her a chance to scream. Then, Zhang Yongli rang the doorbell again. When Ma Pianran's dad opened the door, he put a knife. On his neck and said to him, "Your daughter doesn't want me anymore. I have killed her at the door of your house." And the father was literally just woken from a dream, though he felt displeased and very sick for his daughter. So he gave no shit to this blade that put against his throat. He pushed that away without glancing that dude and literally ran out barefoot to check out for his baby girl. And all he saw was his baby Andrew lying in a puddle of blood. The neck wound reached as deep as the spinal cord, and the head and neck 
had been brutally cut open. Like I said, her father is a surgeon, so he wasn't no time to give her resuscitation the moment he found her. He couldn't lose his daughter. So while he was performing the resuscitation, he screamed to Zhang Yongli with this old time sweet name. He almost begged him to call the emergency, but Zhang Yongli ran off already when he saw the father was going for the daughter. And it all happened so fast that Ma Pianran's mother only just walked out with all the yelling noise. Right? She spotted right away that her daughter was lying in this puddle of red when she fainted and fell to the ground. Almost everyone was shocked and caught off guard by this tragic incident. No one saw it coming, especially to the families and relatives. Zhang Yongle's mother mentioned that her son was kind and emotionally sensitive. He once had this pet dog that he had been raising and caring, but it died a year ago. Zhang Yongle buried it under a tree that's right next to their home, just so he could visit the buried pet every once in a while. And when he got drunk, he'd cry over this tree for hours at night. So he was very emotionally vulnerable and full on sympathy to his mother. You know, people like him couldn't hurt anyone. That's what she thought. And Zhang Yongle's neighbors commented that he seemed honest and didn't look like someone who would use a knife to harm anyone. You know, he was never a violent guy. Even Ma Pianran's father. Said that his daughter had been in a loving relationship with Zhang Yongli for so many years, and he had never heard of any conflicts between them. He didn't hear any complaints from his daughters about this guy until it all went south. So the father had only told his daughter to handle these affairs, you know, wisely. However, tragedy had occurred, and despite the disbelief and signs. There was nothing else anyone could do, and when we take a closer look to the situation, it seems that when the relationship was formed, their fate seemed to be written in this tragedy way. Zhang Yongli became a murderer because of his personality, which was influenced by growing up in a single-parent family, as his extreme behavior is connected to his upbringing. And I'm not saying all single-parent family has problems. It's just his. Remember that I said earlier that Zhang Gongli got kicked out of his mother's place right before the Spring Festival, which is a festival known for unions of families. By which you could see how passive he was in his original family. He couldn't argue or rebel against his mother's will. And these grown-up children should live a long thing in our culture exist. Though not all the families do that, there are still many families would have their adult children to live with the parents even after the kids got married and stuff. <laughs> Another topic, not the core for today's topic. Anyway, Zhang Yongli grew up seeing his mother got married and divorced and remarried, then divorced again. It's like a constant circle. So I bet he was so pessimistic about marriage and relationship by default, and he was lucky to run into someone like Ma Pianran, the lovely girl that gave him this feeling of being loved. However, she was just too good for him, and I bet that's what he believed. 
Whenever together, he could be reassured by her smiles and affectionate hugs and kisses. But when they separated with long distance, he couldn't see her facial expression anymore, not even mentioned by physical interactions. It's like his love and relationship was broken bit by bit by himself. He gradually became insecure, and because he was all about Ma Pianran, he wanted to be with her so much that he started these lists of how equal or better or was he to be able to be by her side. You know, she graduated with a bachelor and was about to graduate with a master degree, and what he got, he wasn't even having a nearly decent degree to begin with. She was in this great internship with the CCTV, you know, the national television. But he was merely a municipal officer that weighed nothing in comparison. The more he thought about that, the more he felt bad for himself. So Zhang Yongli, lacking love and proper guidance, became increasingly introverted and closed off. Combined with his mother's casual attitude towards marriage. He lost faith in love and marriage. However, we normal people would just stop that relationship, right? If I were to say that I have nothing to my partner and I felt bad for myself, I'd just quit. But like any other crazy ex, Zhang Yongli developed an extreme possessiveness towards Ma Pianren, and plainly he was just jealous about her and about everything that surrounded her. He became paranoid, narrow-minded, and desperately wanted to claim her as his own. Little did he realize his suffocating love could only cause pain. When Ma Pianran suggested a breakup, Zhang Yongli's last jaw snapped. He harbored murderous intentions, destroying what he couldn't have in a matter of minutes. Normally, if two people can't be in a romantic relationship, they can still be friends. And if they can't be friends, they don't have to be enemies, right? Even if they are enemies, they would still follow the law and not behave recklessly like this. I mean, to kill anyone. However, Zhang Yongli was no ordinary people. His personality was incomplete, and his psyche was distorted. Therefore, when he was caught, and the police asked him about the motive for the murder. He claimed to suspect that Ma Pianran was cheating, so he just killed. You know, he just killed with groundless suspicions. This only indicates a severely twisted mentality that he had. Ma Pianran was the victim in this entire event. You know, she had a promising future, but met her demise due to poor choices in this romantic relationship, leaving people lamenting. She was too innocent and kind, unable to see the darkness of this guy. In fact, Zhang Yongli's sinister side was evident in his words and posts on social media. Three years before the tragedy went down, he actually posted something disturbing to Ma Pianran, saying that love and hate must jubla, love and death must be heroic. But I bet they were deeply in love at the time. So she couldn't see the craziness in this declaration. She only felt it was romantic. And when Zhang Yongli was attending this class reunion party, he actually proudly told his old pal that 
he'd proposed after his girlfriend graduated from her postgraduate studies. And you know how old friends could be relaxed and jokingly ask Zhang Yongli, "What if she refused?" Out of anyone's expect, he coldly replied, "Then I will hold her hand and jump off the tallest building in the city." His words had just fallen, and the atmosphere immediately turned chilly. However, everyone thought it was just an ill-timed jest, so they brushed it off at the moment, not taking it too seriously. It wasn't until the tragedy occurred that people remembered this awkward little incident. Only then could they trace back to the fact that Zhang Yongli's mindset had undergone a significant change at the time, but no one noticed it before. That person couldn't see how dangerous Zhang Yongli's obsession was because she was been long distant with him, right? She could never imagine her high school sweetheart could turn into someone like this. So when danger approached, she couldn't take effective precautions. After Ma Pianran's death, her father froze her body, hoping to bury her after Zhang Yunlei faced justice. And during the meantime, the parents were devastated. In late March 2015, after being on the run for over a month, Zhang Yunlei turned himself in. Then a court and everything. My parents' family had waited for 28 months to bury her until Zhang Yunlei was sentenced and executed as scheduled. And our story of the day ends here. Thanks for watching, and could you hit that like and subscribe button to show me some support? That kept me going and making more videos. Bye.